set our eyes on you. When he's been helping us set his eyes on him this morning. Did you guys feel that? It took a little bit. So maybe we sing a little bit more, just sending our eyes on Jesus. I encourage you to close your eyes. Set your heart on him. Set your eyes on him. He's what we want. It's not DTS. We could be anywhere. But Jesus, we set our eyes on you. One thing we ask, one thing we seek. To see your beauty. To seek your face.
life with Jesus. On the days when we don't feel it, on the days when we do feel it, we set our eyes on him. We choose him. When you can't really tell what's going on, just just Jesus. Just look at him. Seek his face. When you're out of DTS, when we're not here to lead worship for you, sit in your room. Get on your face. Jesus, I look at you. Just Jesus. This is a sustainable walk with Jesus. Just looking at him. That's how it works. Your good days, your bad days, and the days in between. Just Jesus. Just his face. a little break before we start with Maria. But don't miss this. Don't miss Jesus. It doesn't matter how I feel because it's about him. And I seek his face regardless of my feeling. Regardless of how my day is going. Just Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you're always with us. Thank you that you are a rock in our salvation, that you are kind, that you are good, that you are faithful, that you move in power, that you give us strength, that you are our joy, your sustainer, your provider, you are everything, Father. Jesus, we look at you today. We look at you. Our hearts are set on you. Our eyes are set. It's where we're going. We want you. Amen. Oh, you're <laughs> So we just want to pray for you. Okay. Yeah. So let's just put our hands out for Maria. Yeah. Tack Jesus för idag. Tack Jesus för att vi får mötas här och bara få vara i din närhet Jesus. Tack för allting som du ger till oss varje dag. Allt det goda som du bara har för oss. Jesus, jag bara ber att du ska vara med Maria idag, Jesus. Jag ber att den heliga ande ska verkligen vägleda henne, Jesus. Och att vi ska känna din närvaro. Tack för allting hon har lagt ner. All tid och all kärlek för oss, Jesus. I Jesu namn vi ber. Amen. Amen. Thank you. How many um, like bilingual, trilingual uh, people do we have in here? Okay, so so you just prayed for me in Swedish, okay? And then what do you speak? Okay. Okay, okay. And can you guys come up here? And then who, okay. And then you had your hand up. What do you? Okay, come up here. Okay, wait. Let me guess what your second language is, because Holy Spirit's going to tell me. <laughs> Nothing's coming. Okay, let me know. What is it? Okay. Can you come up here? <laughs> okay, who else? Oh, and what language? Yeah. Norwegian. Okay. 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 
Yes? Okay. Yes? I'm sorry, what? Norwegian. Okay. What? Okay. Okay, all the Norwegians. All the Norwegians. All stand together. All the Norwegians stand together. Okay, wait. And now, if you speak the same language as somebody, stand next to them. Well, no, not, I mean, like, okay, so how about you guys are going to speak in Danish? Okay. Up to you. Which group would you like to be a part of? Just stay right here. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, okay. Okay, so this is for my benefit. This is for my benefit, really. I'm going to ask you each to pray for me in your language. Okay? Okay, awesome. Are you ready? Short. So one of you, just one of you, but the power of all of you. So who will represent you? You decide. Kära far, jag bara tackar dig för Maria, tackar dig för att hon är här far, tackar dig för att vi kan vara här och lära mer av dig far. Jag bara ber om att du måste välsigna den dagen här far. Jag ber om att du måste välsigna allt du har har att lära oss idag far. Yeah, but we don't do it, Sina. Yes, no, no. Amen. Girl. Yeah, one of us. Okay. Yeah, one of you. You guys decide. Amen. Okay, keep it going. Keep it going. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah, Rob, we're going to ask you to ask مهم يا رب تقدينا هي قد ايه غاليه يا رب في حياتك يا رب وريها ان قد ايه اللي هي بتعمله يا رب بيفرق يا رب في ملكوتك يا رب بنسالها نسالك يا رب انك تملاها يا رب من جوه من بره يا رب ان حياتك كلها تتغير يا رب امين Xavier Amlakoi, Marian is the Salamatar Jigarganamis Haganalan. Until Hulun and Mittichel, Hulun and Mittar, Gizalam Amlak Sloan, Simikazalam, Skazalam, Kafika Fibel, Sonam Sagan Abzalat, but yes, it Anasara Solamimeta, Begitabi, Jesus Christos, Simandi Metats Alello, Hulun and Mittar, Hulunit Mittichel is Alama Banigas, Begitachin Bermertanchin, but Jesus Christos, Sim Amen. Far Jesus, jeg beder sådan for den her fantastiske dame, du har, du har lagt lige her i vores hænder, far. Du har lagt hende foran os, far. Du har lagt hende lige her, far. Tak dig så meget. Tak for Maria, far. Tak, fordi at du har sendt hende her den her uge, far. Tak, fordi at du har talt igennem hende hele den her uge, far. Tak, fordi at du er her. Tak, fordi at du arbejder igennem os, far. Tak, fordi at du er her. Tak, fordi at du arbejder, far. Tak så meget, fordi at du giver lov til at tale igennem os, far. Tak så meget, fordi at du... Tak så meget, fordi at du har... Tak fordi du bruger hende som dit værktøj, far. 
som dine hænder, som dine fødder, far. Tak så meget for det, at du bor hende, far. Det er Jesu navn, far. Velsign hende tusind gange i Jesu navn. Amen. Paizinho, em nome de Jesus, Deus. Eu clamo a sua presença aqui nessa hora, Deus, em nome de Jesus, Pai. Muito obrigada pela vida da sua serva, Deus. Muito obrigada, Deus, pelo que o Senhor tem feito através da vida dela, Deus. Em nome de Jesus, Deus, cubra as suas palavras, cada uma, Deus, com o seu sangue, Pai. Em nome de Jesus, Deus, traga o derramamento do seu Santo Espírito, Deus, aqui nessa sala, Deus. Em nome de Jesus, Paizinho, muito obrigada pela sua presença, Deus. Coloque os seus anjos ao redor dela, Deus. Em nome de Jesus, toque as vidas hoje aqui, Deus. Em nome de Jesus, Pai. Tack Jesus för Maria. Tack för att vi får vara din närvaro Jesus. Tack för att vi vill ha mer av dig. Och jag bara ber att du ska ge mer till Maria Jesus. Kommer din stora flod bara skölj genom henne Jesus. Och låt henne få bli använd Jesus ut till dina lärjunga Jesus. Till dina barn Jesus. Tack för de gåvorna du har lagt ner i henne Jesus. Tack för att du vill använda henne Jesus. Tack för att du har sänt henne här för ett syfte Jesus. I Jesu namn. Amen. <웃음> 아, 주님 이 시기가 정말 귀하고 저희가 정말 모든 것을 바쳐서 주님께 나가고 싶습니다. 정말 거짓을 선택할 게 너무 유혹에 너무 달콤하고 우리가 정말 너무나 자주 넘어지지만 주님께서 항상 강하시고 항상 넘어지는 우리를 붙잡아 주시고 항상 괜찮다고 다독여 주시는 당신을 기억합니다, 주님. 주님 우리를 안아주시고 주님 당신의 사랑을 우리에게 부어주시고 우리가 당신 안에서 새롭게 되어질 수 있도록 주님께서 도와주시옵소서. 주님 좋은 친구 들으셔서 감사합니다. 예수님의 이름으로 기도드렸습니다. 아멘. We have not because we ask not. That's A. And B, what a blessing it is for us to hear prayers in all these languages. I mean, I don't know about you, but I just, it's beautiful. This, this is what's going to happen in heaven. Obviously, the main language, you know, is going to be Espanol, even though I can't speak it yet. <laughs> you know, the Mexicans will be right up there next to Jesus's house and stuff. But You guys can come visit our road and everything. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, really, thank you for your prayers. And um, 
I, I want us all to stand up. And what I want us to do this morning before we begin, we're going we're gonna, to um, go over some notes. But I really want us to pray and contend for ourselves that we will hear what Holy Spirit is trying to say, that we will allow him to renew and regenerate what what he's trying to renew and regenerate in this class. And yesterday as I prayed for people and even the day before, I just, um, Heather asked me yesterday, was there a theme? And I felt like, man, he's giving people mile marker moments. That these are mile marker moments when the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy from your life. You go and you go, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> remember that day. Okay. So, um, as we pray, as we contend, um, I just want you to, to pray for us, not even just yourself, but just us in general, that we will accept and receive what God, the, the God that we love and that loves us more than we can imagine wants to bring revelation to us about that we will accept it in the deepest places and let it change us even if it causes some pain for the now to get to the healing later and and in general I feel like this is for all of you guys that just remember especially those of you you know that come from cold countries when you go outside and the snow and you you can get frostbite And right when you come back into the warm place, what happens? Whatever area of your body was so cold, it hurts actually as the blood begins to circulate again. And you guys, this happens as Holy Spirit um, works in you. There's parts of your hearts and your mind that they've been shut down. And this spiritual blood begins circulating and you wonder, why is it painful? If it's supposed to be good, why is it painful? But it's because then you're going to be able to utilize that part of yourself again. He's bringing life to it. Okay? There is no pain in vain in Jesus, in the kingdom. There just isn't if we submit it to the Father. He will always bring a gem out of it. Always, always, and bring healing. Okay? So let's pray for ourselves. Korean style, shishi. Okay, let's pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, the deepest places. Make us new. Make us more like you, Lord. Where there's been injustice, where there's been wounds, where there's been insecurity. Come, bring your radical revelation. Ho! And may we say yes to you. May we say yes to you and your change. Even if we don't understand, may we say yes to you. We love you. It's all about you. It's all about you. God, we just say it's all about you. And help us, Lord, when we want to make it all about me, all about ourselves. Thank you that it's about you and the beauty of worshiping you and praising you, seeing your beauty, being overwhelmed by your love. That's just forever giving to us. 
Lord, as we praise you that you heal us. As we read your word and study your word, you change our lives. Where there was lack, you bring bounty. Where there was no love, you fill us to overflowing. Where we said, I can't, you help us to say, I can, because I am victorious. We just love you. We, we love you so much. Go to the deepest places of our beings. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Woo! Good morning. Okay, so. Uh, I don't know how to get to my big slide area, so excuse me as I go through some notes. Sorry, I'm trying to go fast here. Here's my Jeopardy music. Uh, afar. I don't know what number it is because I can't. We are going to talk about the fruit of the spirit. Oh, Marco, we need you. Marco. 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 Polo. Marco Polo. Yeah. Show navigator. Over here. Oh. How do I get to where I can see all my notes so I know which slide to go to? Oh, that is not helpful. Anybody have reading glasses here? Guess not. (laughs) 522 and 23, the fruit of the spirit verses. Can somebody read that? Thank you, Oliver. All right. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. That's 22, yes, I can. All right. <clears throat> But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Uh, What was the next one? (laughs) Gentleness and self-control. There is no law against these things. Great way to read the word of God with passion. Okay, fruit of the Spirit. First one we're going to talk about is love. You guys, um, I don't know about you, but like when I was younger, uh, like in high school, and I would read about the fruit of the Spirit, and I would assess myself. I'd be like, oh, love, or peace, or patience, or whatever. And I got to tell you something. I thought that I was doing pretty good with the fruit of the Spirit. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm patient. I love the unlovable. I accept everybody. And then I began doing this study on the fruit of the Spirit, and I was like, oh, snappy snap. 
That doesn't really mean what I thought it meant. So here we go. Love, Greek word, agape. Now there's other words, but this is the love, the, the love that God, the overall love God has for us. So this is the one we're going to focus on. Undefeatable benevolence and unconquerable goodwill that always seeks the highest of others, no matter what they do to you. The flesh is dying slowly. Let me read that again. Greek word agape, undefeatable benevolence and unconquerable goodwill that always seeks the highest of others no matter what they do to you. I mean, I don't know about you, but without Holy Spirit growing this fruit in my life, it ain't happening. For some of you, there's already a name in your head of your like, oh no, I would not be, no. This is the kind that, well, let me just, I'm getting ahead of myself. Self-giving love that gives freely. Without asking anything in return. And does not consider the worth of its object. Love by choice refers to the will sacrificial. There's got to be something wrong in these definitions. Self-giving love that gives freely without asking anything in return and does not consider the worth of its object. Love by choice refers to the will sacrificial. Can somebody read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8? James. 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fail, perseveres. Love never fails. But where there is prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Say love. This is what you're about to do. You're going to find a partner. You're going to read to one another. The first person that reads is going to read with the Father God. Everywhere love is at, you're going to put in the Father God. So you're going to read, the Father God is patient and kind. Okay? Then the second person, after you're done reading it that way, they're going to read it with Jesus. 
then the other person is going to read again, and they're going to read it with Holy Spirit. And then at the end, you're each going to read it by putting your own name inside there. Okay? So go ahead. Okay, try to do it quietly because you're sitting close to each other. Father God, Father God, or the Father. I think at the end it says, um, like, it, it says love never ends, and if I replace my name, like, I just feel like, <laughs> like, like, I just feel like that, like, puts me, like, up there. I don't know. Just, like, you know? Does that make sense? Are you ever going to end? Oh, that's interesting. How did it make some of you feel? Awkward. What else? Convicted. Encouraged. Good. Humbled. Every time I read it with my name, I do. I feel I have two feelings. One is like, yes, it can be. Yes, it can be. Make it so, Lord. And the other is like, because what you're putting your name in here is you're saying the point was that when we put father God in here, he represents agape love. So when we put our name in there, we're saying I love with undefeatable benevolence, an unconquerable goodwill that always seeks the highest of others, no matter what they do to me. You guys, I haven't been in your housing situation, you know. I'm in this nice, like, hotelish type room. <laughs> but in Maui, the DTS girls, they're all in one room. Three bunks high. Lord, right now everyone's like, thank you for Kona, Lord. Okay, and here, and, and I see it every quarter. They come for DTS, and first, they go through shock. Did I sign up for this? And then they kind of give a nervous laugh when they see their room. <laughs> and then those that are on the top bunk... They give an even more nervous laugh because they don't know you well enough to break down in front of you just yet. And then about the fourth or the fifth week, there's murmurings. Why? Because maybe the person on the first bunk or the second bunk wants to go to bed at nine. But the person on the third bunk wants to go to bed at 1 a.m., so as the person on the second or the first bunk is already asleep, all of a sudden a strange aroma comes to their nostrils as they feel pressure on their head. And that is the third bunk person's foot accidentally stepping on them as they try to get up to their bunk. It's happened. 
I've seen DTSs. We start class. One girl comes late, and all of a sudden, I see a row of girls start murmuring. And then I find out later that one girl is yet again wearing somebody's clothing. Snapper Rammy. The boys at Waiwai Maui live in this cabin on the back of the property. They have no living room, no nothing. It's just one room. Every single room has bunk beds in it. Every single one. And I, I, I don't even go near that area of the base. I don't want to know. I just would rather be have my head in the sand about what's happening, the smells and all that back there. But... What you hear from them is, can so-and-so who's decided, because there's a little workout area back there, that during his DTS, he's also going to get buff. So he puts on his alarm clock. He's got a lot to do in the morning. Spend time with Jesus and get buff. Puts on his alarm and hits the snooze. Fifteen minutes later, the alarm goes off, and he hits the snooze again. And then he hits the snooze one last time till somebody in the house in some room says, Either get up or shut off that alarm clock. And so (laughs) I give you these examples because by the seventh week of DTS, surely... There is someone in your DTS that is hard to love. Because we think love is a feeling and conditional. But the fruit of Holy Spirit is unconditional. It is a benevolence, which is a goodness towards you that is undefeatable. Now, I don't know. You do not have to show me hands. Please do not. I don't know who in here has had like an away time from the Lord or you didn't know Jesus. You came to know Jesus and then you were like, I'm over Jesus. I told you I had one of those times for four years. And that during those four years when I was dragging Jesus' name through the mud. Guess what he had towards me? Undefeatable benevolence. He kept coming over and over to me and saying, you don't have to live like this. I have more for you. Over 
and over. And you know what else I think he, he showed me is his unconquerable goodwill towards me. It was like, I was like, oh, you want to still love me? Okay. You want to still talk to me because you're driving me crazy? So I'm going to go do more drugs. I'm going to stay out even later at the club. And he kept saying, I have undefeatable goodwill towards you. Whoa. This is the kind of love that Holy Spirit wants to grow in our life. It's not a victimized love. It's not somebody's hurting you and you keep going back for more wounding. That's not what this is. This is from a place of strength and choice. I'm going to love you. I'm going to keep loving you. Hate does not exist in my vocabulary. Oh, this love. And I've had times where I've taken people, what I call taking people to the Lord, meaning I go to the Lord to complain about somebody or something. And you know what? He's so good at listening to me. He's even so good at saying, you're right. That's an injustice. That's incorrect. He's really good at instructing me on how to deal with that injustice. I mean, we see instructions to us in the word about those kinds of things. But every single time we get back to Maria, are you still willing to love them? And I have to tell you something. I have wrestled many an hour with him. It's not just like, I'm like, oh, yeah, totally, Lord, I trust you. I'm going to love, love, love. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, that's a no right now. Not happening. Thank you. Glad we had this discussion. See you tomorrow for my quiet time. And he would wrestle me all day long. Trust me. Trust me. Will we trust Holy Spirit? Will we allow him enough space in our heart to grow this? Agape, love. Peace, Greek word Irene, the Greek equivalent to the Hebrew word shalom, expresses the idea of wholeness, completeness, or tranquility in the soul that is unaffected. This is, here it is. Here's the key that opens the door that is unaffected by the outward circumstances or pressures. This is the kind of peace Holy Spirit wants to grow in you. I don't know about, you know, I live in this little hippie town and everyone's always like, peace, peace. Yeah, peace to you. That's not, I, I don't know what that is. But this peace that Holy Spirit offers us is it doesn't matter what is happening in your life. He wants to grow this fruit that you will have inner peace. Result of resting in a relationship with God. If you don't have peace in your life, spend more time with Jesus.
read your Bible. Some people are like, Maria, you always say read your Bible, but, but um, I'm not a good reader, or I have ADHD, or I don't like to read. Guess what? Download the Bible. You know who reads me the Bible while I do my dishes? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash reads the Bible. You know how many, how many audio Bibles there are out there? We just get so religious in our thinking, even about reading the word. I always tell people, get some friends together and wrap the Bible. I co-facilitated a Korean youth group. Shishi. And we made them, they were, they were like, we don't really want to read the Bible, these Korean teenagers. And they'd tell us, we're only here because our parents are making us come. And we'd say, okay, well, I bet they wouldn't like it if you wrapped the Bible, would they? And they were like, probably not. Let's close the doors. And we'd all get in a circle and we'd start Walking around, people be wrapping the verses. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes I put on dance music. And I read my Bible. Yeah, Bible reading, 20 minutes. Take me there, Jesus. He's creative. This piece is a result of of resting in a relationship with God. It brings rule of order in the place of chaos. You got some chaos going on in your life and you're like, <laughs> Maria, like, I don't know how this chaos in my life. Like, I just wake up and it's there. Rest in Jesus. And he'll show you. I mean, some of us, like, we have chaos because of our personalities. I told Heather when she came here, she was going to see a whole other side of me traveling with me, being here with me every day. I'm like, Heather, have you seen my phone? Heather, I can't find the key. Heather, I got to go. Heather, Heather, Heather. So I'm not talking about that kind of chaos. I'm talking about chaos. Things are not in order in your life. This is what he wants to bring to you. A rule of order. Patience. Greek word. Macrothumia, meaning lenience, forbearance, fortitude, patient endurance, long suffering. I mean, we do not like that last word, do we? I mean, I don't know about you, but my Christianity does not include suffering. Because <laughs> we're all about, you know, I'm a kink's kid and stuff. So he's just going to give me stuff while I'm here. Long-suffering, ability to endure persecution and ill-treatment. 
Oh, snappy snap. Ability to endure persecution and ill treatment. Now, this ill treatment is beyond the somebody's wearing my, my clothes or somebody's not turning off their uh, alarm clock. This is like real ill treatment. The ability to endure describes a person who has the power to exercise revenge, but instead instead exercises restraint. This is how we know patience is not about weakness. It's not about letting people walk all over you. That's not being patient. I'm just, I'm just being patient for them to not treat me that way anymore. That's not what patience is. Patience is victorious. I have the power to, to get revenge. And guess what? I'm not. This takes Holy Spirit growing this fruit in us. We cannot do this on our own in a healthy manner. I really don't believe we can. Poem, oh, can't even say it. Can I see it? Hoopamone, endurance, constance, perseverance, continuance, bearing up, steadfastness, holding out, patient, endurance. Hupo, meaning under, and mone, to remain. It's the capacity to continue to bear up under difficult circumstances, not with passive complacency, but with a hopeful fortitude that actively resisted weariness and defeat. This is not, oh, oh, it's me, Lord, I'm being so patient. This is, I will contend. I will contend through fill in the blank. Patience. Kindness. Greek word, krestotes, acting for the good of people, regardless of what they do. Showing kindness or being friendly to others, usually in reference to rulers, kindness to their followers. I always say in our day and age, a way to think about it is, are you kind to children? Now, if you have your like... Yeah, I'm kind of children. I'm totally called to like children's ministry and they're awesome. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about children. You, you are, you are single and you're like, I haven't even thought about, I don't think about children. I just think about they're over there and I'm over here. That's what I'm talking about. They have nothing to give back to you and you choose to say hi to the kids that run past you. You choose to say, Hey, Lord, do I have a word for that kid? That's this kindness that the Holy Spirit wants to grow in you. Because they have nothing to give back to you. Actually, what they might give back to you is that they're going to think you really like them. So every time they see you, they're going to think you're their friend. They're going to say, come over and play. 
kindness. Anyone who showed this was considered compassionate, considerate, sympathetic, humane, kind, or gentle. Anyone who shows this kind of kindness in, in the time of kings and their followers, if there was a, a king that would come and talk to his followers, that was like, wow. There was no reason for him to do that. God's crestotes for the lost. Romans eleven twenty two. Note then the kindness and the severity of God. Severity towards those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you, provided you continue in his kindness. Ouchie, ouch. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. Let's remove that verse from the Bible. To seven, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. He has shown, God has shown this to us, this kindness. We have nothing to give him back that he couldn't live without. And yet, every day, he wakes up. We see the character of our Father God. When we wake up every day, his arm is outstretched to us. Amazing. Kindness, we're going to keep talking about it, is goodness in action. Sweetness of disposition, gentleness in dealings with others, benevolence, kindness, affability. What's affability mean? Anybody? Being able to get along with anybody. You know when we talked about the first day, you are not your own? Remember that? I forgot to make a point and he's bringing it up to me right now. And that is, how many of you have prayed about who you should befriend in this DTS and on this campus? Or did you think that's your choice? Because, I don't know, I thought we read, you are not your own. You guys, it's easy, even for me, it's easy to make friends with people that I like, and they like me, and we like each other, and we're like, if everybody was like us, the world would be a beautiful and much better place. Woo! Right? Every friend, it's the best, because if you could put every friendship group where you could see and everybody looks different, they'd all say the same thing. Affability is I can go to any friendship group and I will love you and I will see you. Whether you are goofy or weird, eccentric, or just like, I know you living in the suburbs and you live in the nine to five. You know, I know I'm weird and eccentric, but the people who love living nine to five in a suburb, I can't imagine. Like, I'm doing it a little bit. 
working in the cafe, and I'm like, Lord, give me grace. Pack the same lunch tomorrow. Affability. Describes the ability to act for the welfare of those taxing your patience. If that girl, how about this one? You stand in line for lunch. You see the same girl that stood up there yesterday and her five friends came to join her. And you're, you're, you're like so hungry, you didn't eat any breakfast. And, and your leaders made you go late in class again. <laughs> and all of a sudden, so the first day you're like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. And then the second day you see the same girl and then her other four friends come and they're all like, thanks for saving my smile. We all love Jesus. Putting each other first. And then the third day and you're like, Lord. You guys, I always tell people, sometimes you'll hear me, like even in normal life, like they don't know what to do with me at the cafe because sometimes I'll just spout because it's either I'm going to, I'm going to throw somebody down, ghetto Maria's about to come out (laughs) or, or I'm going to plug into Holy Spirit. So sometimes I'm at the cafe and, and people, you know, I told you people aren't working and I'm like running around and, you know, doing whatever. Because I'm compelled, I I feel like I need to be a good worker. I want to give God a good name. I'm a Christian. I'm a hard worker. I'm committed to my job. So sometimes I'll be working and they're doing nothing. And I'm like, yes, Jesus. And they'll just all look over at me. I'm like, sorry. Sorry about that. It's okay. Thank you. And then I might walk out to the courtyard and I'm going, Holy Spirit, take over. I, I texted Marco the other morning when I couldn't find my notes. And I was like, I'm in crisis. And he texted back and he was like, what happened? And I said, I can't. My, my keynotes were deleted. I have no notes. And he said, Jesus, take the wheel. And sometimes that's what I got to spout out at work. Jesus, take the wheel. Don't let me talk to that person right now. They're taxing my patience. Now, let me tell you something about kindness. Well, let me keep going here. The Holy Spirit removes abrasive qualities from the character of one under his control. Years. I mean, if you ask my husband, he'd probably say he's still in the process. But for years, when I gave my life back to the Lord, over and over, Holy Spirit was like sandpaper in my life. Softening the edges, Maria, softening the edges. To make me kind. Kind equals doing something, expecting nothing, respecting and helping others. And here is another key. 
to kindness. It is not the same as nice. What's that mean? Okay, you can turn nice on and off. What's what's that mean? Kindness is different than niceness. Niceness is I go to church and you don't like me. You don't like that I park my car sideways because I don't want nobody to scratchy scratch it. You don't like me for some reason. And I come up to you at church and I'm like, hey, how was your week? And you go, awesome. How was your week? See your cute car out there. (laughs) That's nice. Here's kindness. Hey, how are you? Good. Um, Gosh, I, the Lord blessed you with that car, huh? Yeah, I, I, I get really scared someone's going to, like, scratch it. Yeah, well, um, I, I understand that, but uh, we, we're, like, isn't it exciting? God is, like, exploding the Christians in our church. Yeah, 15 salvations just last Sunday. Well, we're running out of parking, so I'm hoping you can... Not park your car across four slots. That's kindness. Niceness ignores and is an act. And kindness is, I'm willing to be a part of your discipleship in a loving way. And when you come to me, I, I, I'm willing for to hear you. Kindness. Okay, I got to hurry. We got to hurry. Goodness, Greek word, agathosune, practical goodness in the sense of a good result is a benefit or what we call a blessing, moral goodness, and for something pleasing to God. Here's goodness. It's the easiest way for me to describe it. The best part of anything. Does anyone in here love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like me? Yeah. A good peanut butter and jelly. I don't want to hear about the nose. Okay? I was just asking for the yeses. So, so, imagine we all love peanut butter and jelly. We wake up in the morning and we're like, if only I could only eat peanut butter and jelly all day long. Okay? So, here I come. You haven't eaten lunch yet. Got my little sack my lunch sack, and I pull out the most amazing-looking triple-decker PB&J. And you are like, is that a, just wondering, is that homemade bread? You know it. And I say to you, would you like a piece? Now, for those of us that like any kind of sandwich, what is the best part? I hope we all agree. The middle. And in a peanut butter and jelly, when you get to the middle, you are like, all is as it should be for that moment. And you let it like melt in your mouth. You're like, "Mm -hmm." here's goodness. 
When I say to you, would you like some of my sandwich? Most of you think, oh, she's sharing. That's nice. I'm going to cut it in half. No, that is not goodness. Goodness is I cut out the middle. And I hand that to you. Some of you are tearing up right now. I see it. You're trying to imagine that happening. You're like, whoa. Woo. That is goodness. Giving people the best part of you. And it costs you something. It costs you something. Faithfulness, Greek word, pistis, the character of one who can be relied on, faithful to be trusted, reliable, the virtue of reliability, committing oneself to something or someone, to God, to a spouse, requires personal resolve not to wander away from commitments or promises. How many of us have said, yes, I'll be there. I'll be there. And then, you know, we mosey in a little later. It's Hawaii and Mexican time. You know what I'm saying? So I know I said, Tam, but I'm in like 1230. Love me. Just love my culture. How about, yes, I'll get that task done. Of course, don't worry about it. And then the person comes to you and they're like, so about the task. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, don't do today what you can get done tomorrow. <laughs> that is not faithfulness. This Fruit God wants to give to us. Holy Spirit wants to grow in us. Gentleness. Greek preots, a thoughtful approach, can serve as a model for others. Gentleness includes the humility that does not consider itself too good or too exalted for humble tasks. Meek, defined as restraint coupled with strength and courage, a lion leashed. That's true gentleness. Gentleness is not weak. It is power under control. Galatians 6.1. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself lest you too be tempted. Gentlelessness. It is never a cowardly retreat from reality, nor is it false humility. Okay? That is not gentleness. Listen, if somebody comes to you and you are an amazing, amazing uh, worship leader, like Akumu is, then they come to you and they go, Kumo, I mean, it is awesome when you lead worship. 
And I'm not supposed to have favorites, but you know, you're my number one guy. We all know Kumu is a great worship leader. So here's humility. Kumu saying, thank you. You know, I, I enjoy worshiping the Lord. I enjoy leading worship. Thank you. Here's false humility. No, I mean, you know, I sound like a third grader, you know, or something. I'm just not that good at all. I'm on a couple records, but you know. True humility is knowing your own strengths and weaknesses. That's true humility. Knowing your own strengths and your own weaknesses. Oh, I did something to this. And in gentleness is not false modesty. It is not uh, uh, false humility. Okay? Gentleness. Okay, we're almost done. Hang, hang on with me. Self-control. Greek word, inkritia. Having command or master over. Here's the next one. Lord, help me. Possession of one's own behavior. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm -mm. This is a life changer when he grows this fruit in you. Because what happened in the garden? When God came to Adam and said, why did you eat of the fruit? What did he say? <laughs> he didn't even say she did it. He said, that woman you gave me made me do it. And then all lights turned to her. And what would she say? That serpent made me do it. And what do we see has begun? Blame shifting. We sure like that. Listen, Maria, I normally don't have a problem with yelling. But when that alarm is going off and going off and going off, I can only take it for so long. And I have to yell. And it's not my fault. They're making me yell. They're making me yell. They're making me yell. Guess what? Nobody's making you yell. There's a little meme that's been going around on Facebook, and it shows carrots, and it shows potatoes. Is that right, carrots and potatoes? No, not carrots. Some other vegetable. Eggs and <laughs> a protein. Sorry. It shows eggs and potatoes. And then it talks about how it shows boiling water. What happens to the egg when it's boiled? It gets hard. And what happens to the potato when it's boiled? It gets soft. When somebody is stepping on you, whatever comes out is what was inside already. Cha-ching. 
Somebody give me an amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. We like to amen that for somebody else too. We're like, we hope so-and-so on the third row is hearing this. When people make you upset, what comes out? For some of you, truly, you're gentle. You are. He's done this work in you. For others of you, you're like me. I'm like, step off the heart. (laughs) He's still working on me. But here's what I know. Even as he's working on me, I can blame nobody else for what's inside my heart. Self-control, possession of one's own behavior. Second Peter 5 through 7, hang with me. It is hot in here. For this is very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, virtue with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. Oh, girl. You heard my cry. Okay, joy. Greek. Oh. Okay. Oh, you're going to fan me yourself? What's happening? We're almost done. We got to get through this. Greek word, kara, inner exuberance or effervescence. Cheer. Fruit. The Holy Spirit fruit is growing in me right now. Oh, thank you, Danny. And Marco. We talk after class, Jess, okay? All right. Cheerfulness, calm delight, a state or source of contentment or satisfaction, exceeding joy. Hebrews 12, 2, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. What does this verse mean? Oh, it's not up there. What, what is happening? Jess, you did something to my computer. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Daddy. 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 <laughs> it's not there. Look at, go down. See? Okay. All right. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay, there you go. Awesome. No. Oh, this is not right. This is not right. Thank you, Lord. I know. After this, you're all like, why isn't Maria a worship leader? Okay. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. What does that mean? Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross.
Okay. Uh, because I don't know what book says, but it says in the presence of the Lord, it's, it's filled with joy and strength. So it comes down and then it gives the joy gives Jesus a strength, the endurance though, to go through the cross, despising all the shame that he was having. Did you have something to say? Okay. Jesus knew the outcome. He knew for you to be here today, to have radical revelation, he had to be on the cross. The joy set before him. You guys, sometimes joy is like, woo, I'm so joyful, I'm so joyful, I'm so joyful. I have a friend, her name is Megan, and I mean, she used to bother people because she was so joyful. And she would run our Tuesday morning staff meetings at 8 a.m. in Honolulu, and she would come up at 8, and she'd be like, it's Tuesday again. (laughs) And we're here loving Jesus. And everyone's like sipping their coffee going, seriously? She said, let's do some Bible reading. Isn't God awesome? He's so awesome. Woo. Oh, wait. Before we do Bible reading, does anyone have a testimony? And everyone's literally like this. And she's like, what? Nobody has a testimony of God's goodness in their life? Let's stand up and pray. Because we, we got to see his goodness because he's good. He's good. He's good. Every Tuesday. And people got annoyed. They'd be like, like sitting right next to me. They'd be like, like, no, no. I have no testimony. I'm praying right now. I'm drinking my coffee. Sorry, Megan. Joy. It doesn't matter if anybody else around you is full of joy or not. And this is what I loved about Megan. The people who glared at her the most, she'd be like, wow, let's pray for you this morning. You're too cool for God's joy? No. Wrong perspective. Here's the deal. When we let Holy Spirit grow this fruit in us, it doesn't matter if people standing next to us love Jesus or not. We will passionately love him with no shame. And we will passionately be affected by him with no insecurity. And we'll be like, I'm so sorry that you live in darkness because this is the good life right here. And, and I'm not trading it in for your bad attitude. It's not going to do it. Okay? So if you have friends who have that joy, be patient with them when they're taxing your patience. Here's the thing, too. When you have joy, when he's growing these fruit, and I come to you, and I pour out my life to you, and maybe I'm really going through an injustice, I'm really going through something hard, If you have these fruit in your life, you always point me back to Jesus. It's just what happens. You remind me there's joy for you despite your circumstance. 
Let's pray that God gives you patience so this thing doesn't affect you the way that it's affecting you right now. Holy Spirit wants to grow these fruit in you. I asked Kumu and Mel uh, to come in here, and and I hope you guys can stay, yeah? Okay, good. Because I really believe that that, uh, Holy Spirit asked me to go over the fruit with you. Okay, we haven't done any teaching on baptism of Holy Spirit, um, and I I really wanted to do teaching on um, the the gifts. But I felt like for your class, you needed to hear about the fruit. There's something here for you, and and I asked Kumu to come because I want him to lead us in worship. And we're going to ask Holy Spirit, we're, we're going to give him permission to continue to grow these fruit in our life. And, and I believe that God is doing something in your family. So um, especially the staff, we're going to pray for you guys and stuff again. We're just going to have a time of, of ministry. But I would really ask that Mel and Martha, they're going to come and lay hands on every person to pray and see if there's anything in your life that is, that is helping the fruit not grow. You're like, everyone's like, ooh, they're going to come pray for us? about that well i don't know i don't know we got i was really looking forward to lunchtime right now snacks anybody okay yeah listen god is not here to shame you he doesn't there's no condemnation in christ if he brings something up and then they pray for you or you know they'll ask you like is this something or whatever then you just go with it you like that's right i got lots of pride Pray it out, pray it out, pray it out. Why not? You guys paid lots of money to get free spiritually. And if I were you, I'd be like, yes, Lord, pay your servant their due. That's in the Bible, by the way. I want all the freedom I can get. And that's what I want for you. Because that's what the Father has for you. True freedom. Real life. That you do not live a reactionary life to the circumstances, the injustices, and the wounds in your life. Who wants to live that way? I want to be me who he's made me to be. Free. Do you know one of the many meanings of the word salvation means to be opened up and freed? Our culture says, close up, don't let anybody see you. So I know nothing, I'm awesome. (laughs) And salvation means to open you up. So that people can smell the essence of Jesus through your life. Okay? Okay. So I know people got to go pee, not shishi, but go pee. So, you know, you know they say shishi here to go, but we're not going to say shishi here. Just shishi. So, if you have to go pee, go pee, get some water. 
We're going to move the chairs. We're going to set up for Kumu, who didn't know he was leading any sort of worship. And, um, and, and here's the deal, you guys. Here's the deal. Same thing as yesterday. Um, we, we're looking to Jesus. We're looking to the Father, and we're looking to Holy Spirit. And whatever he wants to do in you, sometimes he'll use me. Sometimes he'll use others. Sometimes it's his spirit overwhelming you. Okay? Okay. Okay, wasn't really going there, but okay, God is good all the time. Right? Yeah. And so um, there's a song that yesterday when I prayed for James that I felt like the Lord wanted him to hear. So, um, if you want to stay in here and listen to that song, you're more than welcome to. But I'm going to ask you not to be speaking to one another in, during that song. Kumu and Mel are going to pray for me. I'm going to be over here. You might hear some yelling. Just ignore us. We're fine. Okay? But if you want to stay in here and you want to hear this song, it's a beautiful song. Um, it's from God's perspective to you about how he feels about you. Okay? You want to be a part of that? Awesome. Uh, I hear um, food will be here probably around 1-ish or something, maybe. Okay, so it should be ready by 1230, and then he's going to bring it here. So, uh, so this song is 20 minutes long. So when the song is done, we're going to eat some food in here. Are we eating in here? Yeah, so then we'll eat in here. So if you don't want to hear the song, and that's fine, because, you know, I ain't judging you. So you don't want to hear the song, you're like, I need some sunshine, I need to walk around, I need to get out of this classroom and come back, then so be it. Gather your things very quickly, because we're turning the song on in 30 seconds. Okay, that's it.